0: The following is brought to you by the Leave It in the Ring Podcast Network. All boxing, no filter. Greetings and welcome to the Boxing Esquire Podcast. (laughs) Welcome to another edition of the Boxing Esquire Podcast, presented by The Ring and ringtv.com and distributed by the Leave It In The Ring Network. My guest on this episode is one of the best trainers in the business, Mr. Kevin Cunningham. Guy I've known for years, uh, really have just a ton of respect for Kevin. Uh, We talked about his uh, top contender, uh, Erickson Lubin. We talked about uh, Gervonta Davis. Uh, We got into the the amenities and what's going on at Camp Cunningham and uh, why it's a great place to go and and work out and have camp. Uh, We also talked about uh, his relationship uh, with uh, Devin Alexander as it's going now. And, uh, you know, we could have talked for a little longer, but uh, unfortunately there's there's a a huge storm in in Florida right now, and uh, Kevin really had to run. But uh, great conversation. Hope you enjoy It's my great pleasure to welcome an old friend and one of the best trainers and managers in the game uh, on this week's episode. He's trained and managed numerous world champions over the years. He's also a man of whom the late, great Emmanuel Stewart said the following. He's my kind of guy. Kevin, to me, is the epitome of a good coach. Starting with kids, then as a professional trainer and manager, he's a man who has integrity. And that's that's high praise from one of the best to ever do it. And from my own experience, every word of that is true. So, Kevin Cunningham, welcome to the Boxing Esquire Podcast.
1: Thanks, my man. Kurt, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, Emmanuel was one of the guys I looked up to in this in this industry. And uh, it's a pleasure being on the show with you.
0: Yeah, man. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I mean, you've made, uh, you know, obviously you and I did some business back in the day but you know you you've definitely taken it to the next level i want to get into uh to camp cunningham man down on down on west palm beach so when uh when did you make the move from uh st louis to florida oh
1: shoot i made the move i've been in florida for like three years
0: now okay okay yeah yeah, I was uh I was just checking out some of the some of those videos you did, uh, you know, to kinda introduce people to the camp. Really well produced and uh and fun videos, man. Uh I mean before that you used to do camps what in like Vegas and Colorado and you're kinda all over the place, right? Cleveland.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we, we we did we did camps at uh we've done camps in Colorado Springs, uh down here in South Florida, uh Las Vegas. Uh, all well, Don King's training camp out there in all Ohio. Uh, yeah, so we've, we've uh, Big Bear. Uh, that's right. Matter of fact, I did, didn't you go up to Big Bear when we would, when uh, or where you, did you come up?
0: Because you know, I, you were with us, yeah. I think, we I think 18. it was, it was like, uh, I think that was Vegas. I think for the Judah fight, I might have, I might have come out for it. Um, oh, okay. okay, yeah, when yeah, I remember that one, Big Bear. I've never been up to Big Bear though. How, how is it up there?
1: It's okay. It ain't. It ain't what all it's cracked up to be, you know. Especially, if, you know, when you wake up sometimes and you go outside and you see a bear in your trash can, you're <laughs> like, uh, is, it, "Is it? Is it? Is it that serious?" <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I can do camp somewhere else. You know what I mean? Other so, <laughs> than that, you know, it's cool.
0: Oh man, you that was. That was scare the shit out of me. You really like
1: you know you need the altitude thing. It's cool, but you <laughs> know I like I think I like Colorado Springs a little better in terms of the you know the training camp situation. But you know at the end of the day,
0: I like South Florida, which is obvious,
1: right? You know, but uh, the weather you can't beat the weather, you know.
0: Yeah, tell people what's going on down there, man. Well, you know I, like you said I moved down about three weeks
1: I mean three years ago and uh, you know set up camp uh, uh, I mean South Florida I mean athletes not just boxers you got football basketball baseball you know MMA you know everybody's down here training you know just, just the, the weather's I mean it's like 80 degrees in January. So, I mean, you know, and it's all year round great weather. So, and it's, you know, it's it's the home of the fitness gyms. I mean, you know, all these condition gurus and fitness centers. I mean, they're everywhere in South Florida. So, you know, some of the best athletes in the world are down here training in South Florida. So I figured, you know, you know, St. Louis is my home, I always will be home, but I mean, you know, a lot of guys wanted to work with me, but, you know, who really wants to go to St. Louis for training camp? You know what I mean? So,
0: right.
1: Uh, you know, and, you know, me and my wife got to a point to where we wanted to, you know, probably retire in Florida, eventually, South Florida, eventually. So I just decided, you know, it's time to just go and make the move and I'll set up camp, you know, set up a gym and set up camp. And, you know, I've been blessed to, to you know, I got a really great strength uh, coach. Uh, he, 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 worked with a lot of the Major League Baseball players and like NFL players. So okay. we got together and hit it off real, you know, so, and, and he, 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 You know, he has a private time for just my fighters, and and he gives them, you know, undivided attention, and he's really got these guys getting a lot stronger and explosive, so, you know, I got the gym, you know, in the lab, you know, for his teaching skills and technique and and boxing training, you know, I got that down pat, but now, you know, it's a beautiful thing, and it's a blessing to have a guy like Ed, you know, uh, who, who has a multi-million dollar facility, and You know, he's uh, one of the best at what he does and getting guys to be more explosive and, 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 you know, uh, having the strength and the power without losing speed. And he's got that all that figured out to a T and they just just see the results in all the fighters that we're working with.
0: Yeah, I see. I mean, just from the videos I was watching, it's pretty, you got some high-tech stuff going. You take these guys to like a cryogenic chamber, and they're they're like hitting that, and, you know, they got the massage, and, I mean, you got a a big team down there, a chef.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got, you know, we got the whole kit and caboodle. I mean, everything that a fighter would need when he wants, when he's training, getting ready for a big fight, and he wants to come to camp and, you know, have it, Ran professionally and, and, and have a good chance. I think we 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 got everything that any fighter would want in a in a training camp.
0: Absolutely. So who who are you working with these days? I know you're working with Erickson Lubin. Um, who who all uh, comes down to camp on on a regular basis now?
1: Well, I've had some. I've had some. You know, I've had some guys. I you know, I've had uh, you know, A B. You know, Adrian Broner. You know, still work right. with him, but. Uh, you know, I've had Javante Davis in camp for his uh, uh, two fights ago,
0: uh, and he, he looked at, he looked as good as he's ever looked coming off that camp too. By the way, <laughs> against Cuellar, <laughs> blew him out. Blew yeah. out a really good fighter. Yeah, yeah, I thought he I thought he looked great. I mean, we we I mean,
1: he came in camp. Uh, you know, we had to get the weight off of him, and and, and that was no problem. You know, because he, he was a pleasure to work with, too. So, you know, he wasn't a problem. I mean, it, it, you know, uh, he came down, got with the program, and got the weight off, got sharp. And uh, what I realized about Gepardy was watching him, watching him fight, I, you, you just see a guy that's aggressive and, and, and has great power. And, but, you know, I watched him I've every, every, even been a commentator on a couple of uh, one or two of his fights and when I when I watched him you know on the outside looking in i I, I see a guy that, that that that's has a lot of aggression he's aggressive but you know it was almost like he had the mentality mentality of he's so focused on taking this guy out that he's getting with, getting hit with shots that he shouldn't get hit with so when he came to camp, I had the mentality I I I, was, I didn't realize that he had the skill set that he has, you know, because when I the fights that I've seen him fight, he's just so so busy, you know, going after guys that I, I, you know, you know I've seen where he could could be a little sharper on the defensive side. So you know, and I felt like yeah, maybe you need to, you know, there's some. Skill set, uh, uh, you know, some fundamental skill set things that could probably needs to be worked on with him, just any other. But when I got him in camp, I started working with him. It was like he could do it all, right. you know. And he, everything I worked with him on, showed him or whatever he did. I mean, he, he was right there. He he caught on, and he, I mean, he's just really more a lot more talented than what I saw initially. So. I was really impressed, and that was a pleasure to be able to work with a guy that, you know, because I I'm real deep in teaching skill sets, you know, fundamentals and skill sets. So, you know, I worked with him. You know, he's a natural puncher, so right. I didn't waste time working on punching power with him. I worked on, you know, some some being being aggressive, but having smart aggression and being a little more slicker in there and being a little more clever, and he just picked it up. And you, you made the statement that he looked pretty, you know, kind of sharper than he's looked in most of his fights in that fight, where we worked on a lot of things and he, he, he went out and displayed it. So, you know, I was really pleased with that. So, you know, but you know, you know, he asked me to work with him with that for that fight. I guess he was going through some things back home, I guess, you know, so, you know, I, I worked with him for that fight. It was a pleasure, and, uh, you know, he decided to go back home and and get back with his old coach and whatnot, and, 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 you know, and I wish nothing but the best, you know, but uh, it was a pleasure working with him. So, and he's a really talented kid.
0: Yeah, he's, as far as just raw talent, he's probably, you know, top of the list, you know, or close to the top of the list of of active fighters. So, yeah, I just watched a few of those uh, sparring sessions, and, uh, man, I don't know how you guys kept, uh, kept people in there with him. He was just lighting everybody up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. And, and he's, he's it's like a switch that, that, that switches on. Once you put him in the ring and that bell goes ding. I mean, he's not satisfied with just, you know, outboxing somebody, man. He's in there trying to take time. And I mean, he's, he's, he, I mean, it's like he's in a trance. Right. Man. I mean, he, he, I mean. And it was hard keeping people in sparring because, you know, in sparring, you want to work on what you're trying to work on, but you want to work. Right. You, you, you don't want to try to knock out all your sparring partners because you, you make it hard to have work and you need to work. You know what I'm saying? So the sparring partners were calling their, their trainers and managers and telling them, get them plane tickets, get me out of here. <laughs> he was knocking out guys in camp.
0: It looked like it, yeah. I mean, he he just hits so hard. You know, he gets so much on his yeah. shots. It's just oof, yeah. vicious. Yeah, he
1: hits so hard, and he he, he has the mentality of, "I want to take you out." You right. know what I'm saying? Along with the power, you know. Right. So, right. Yeah. To- so yeah, you know, I've had eight,
0: being camp, Saki Obeika, uh, like I said, Robert Easter. uh-uh. Is Montana Love still down there?
1: No, Montana, Montana Love, he was in camp. No, he's not down anymore, but he was in camp. You know, obviously, Devin was in camp. So, you know, Uh has been a few guys in camp, man. Yeah, so, you know, we try to, you know, get these guys ready for, for world-class fights and, and give them a world-class training camp so they can be totally prepared and go out and
0: be successful. Absolutely, absolutely. So your your main man right now is uh, Erickson Lubin, who uh, you know Erickson. Uh, you know it's so funny the one of the writers for the the Los Angeles Times, who's now working at a at a at a pay site called the Athletic, he did a list of uh, you know the twenty five most intriguing fighters under twenty five, and he didn't put Erickson mm-hmm. on there. He didn't put Erickson on there, and I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, I, I get it that you know that that loss to Charlo was like devastating, but. I mean he's come back and I mean, you know, what he did to Eeshe Smith, I think people are kinda sleeping on Erickson Lubin. I mean Ishay Smith was coming yeah, off. Yeah, and I that,
1: was wondering, I saw I saw that, but I'm not on that, you know, you gotta sign up for that. But I saw the heading and I was wondering was Camera on there and I'm like, he's gotta be on there. What other twenty five twenty what other twenty five under twenty five year olds that are so more superior than Eric Erickson Lubin? Yeah, you, you got you gotta be slipping to not have him on a list like that. Uh,
0: completely, completely agree. I mean, you know, it's. I mean, you look at what Ishe did. Ishe was like, you know, very competitive with both J Rock and 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 Harrison, who now have belts, right? Yeah, you know, split right. decision with Harrison, and then you know a, a fight with J Rock that was, I thought was a lot closer than the cards had it. That could have went either way. And yeah, uh, and,
1: and those fights were. Those fights were
0: relatively recent fights. Absolutely, they you were the two fights saying? before Erickson fought him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. So uh, yeah, what Erickson did—I mean, no one's done that to Ishay. And I mean, you know, in the in the last wow. fight,
1: wow, you, you just you just told me something I didn't know, Kurt. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know because I saw that and I tried to get on there. That, man, they don't even have Hammer on the
0: list. They didn't have him in the honorable mention either. I mean, he just wasn't anywhere. They just, I mean, every. I'm, I'm, I'm like, wow, the major writers have just written this guy off. They've written him off off for of one loss, and he's and he's not even, you know, he's what twenty three years old. He's he's a baby, you know. I mean, look at look yeah. at Har- look at Harrison and J Rock. Hell, I mean, those guys both had tough losses, knockout losses, and they got belts right now. <laughs> that you tell you something. Yeah,
1: and and here's and here's the thing. That was a fight that a 21-year-old kid with 18 fights should have never been here. Right. He let the hammer shit. Now, and I'm not saying he couldn't have beaten Charlo, but I'm saying from a managerial and guiding your fighter in the right direction, that's just the fight I would have put him in at that particular time. Right. Just, even from a monetary standpoint, they the, the, the money, it wasn't money. Right. He didn't make, he didn't make for that type of fight. He didn't make any serious money. Right. And, he, and if you just wanted to get your young fighter a title, I mean, you could have found somebody else a little longer in the tooth, you know, a little, somebody a little older, a little longer in the tooth that, you know, and then he, he, you know, you get in the strap, you got Charlo over there with a the strap. Erickson keeps growing and maturing and, and, and developing over here and moving up this, up the ladder and, and, and and Charlo keeps winning, and then they can get together and make some real money, and that could have been a really big fight. But that that thing was just rushed and rushed into that particular fight. Right. I mean,
0: right. Yeah, it's crazy because I mean, you know there. I mean, it's crazy. It wasn't even the main event. <laughs> I mean, Lara yeah. was like the main event, and but everyone knew. Like, go, I mean, I was there that night at Brooklyn, and and. You know, the the anticipation for that fight. I mean, that room was electric. I mean, people were like so psyched to see that fight. They knew it was gonna be explosive. And and when but it that, ended so quickly, it just everyone was in shock. Yeah. It just took all the air out of the room. Like no one expected but, that. <laughs> yeah.
1: But Kurt, you know, I'm to speak to this because I have the experience to speak to it. Sure. But that's a prime example of you know, you got some people in boxing that really don't know shit about boxing, <laughs> but they're in it because they got money.
0: Right. Right.
1: And involved with fighters that, you know, don't have a clue.
0: Yeah. And
1: when you got that type of situation going, that fighter can get put into a situation that he has no business being in.
0: Right.
1: And that's what happened to Erickson
0: Lubin. Yeah.
1: What was the rush? Yeah, absolutely. Why, what was the rush?
0: Yeah, because he hadn't even like kind of climbed the ladder like you usually do, where you take on you know veteran guys, then fringe you know top ten guys, then top ten guys. Right. You know. Right. I mean, there's there's levels, you know, and and you gotta kind of you know yeah. get what, through what, each what, level.
1: What what. Uh, I don't even think he fought any former world champions.
0: Right. Right. You know, usually you get a couple
1: of older former world champ guys that can, that, that, that are, you know, uh, skilled and, and talented enough. Like I said, they're long in the tooth and, and the youth will prevail, but this, he'll give you a stern enough test where the guy can develop and learn. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, it's just, uh, it just, that situation, you know, and, and and when he came to me and asked me would I consider training him, you know, I didn't even hesitate because I just felt when I watched that fight, when it happened, I just, I told everybody before the fight happened, I'm like, why are they rushing this kid? This right. kid should be in this fight right
0: now. Right. You Absolutely. know. Absolutely. So how did you, you uh, know, how did so you hook up? How'd you hook up with him? Well, he, he.
1: I saw him down in Miami, and he approached me and asked me what I consider working with him. Uh, I told him sure, you know, you know I liked him as a fighter. Like I said, I I, I commentated a couple of his fights on Bounce TV and Fox, so uh, Fox Sports One, I mean, and uh, um, you know, so I, you know he was he's definitely a talented kid. I mean, he was he was the one kid that that in in, in the same people rushed him. Out of the amateurs and into the pros, this kid was a was the one sure bet on the USA team to bring back a medal. Right,
0: right. But
1: they rushed him. Seventeen years old, ran him out there and turned him pro. You know, so he's he just it's just he was he's always been rushed, rushed. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I just. You know, I, I didn't understand it. But now, you know, we've had time to, I mean, because when he came over to me, I mean, he was with me. We were in the gym six months, mm. seven months before he even got got the eJ Smith fight. We were working together for about seven months.
0: Nice. Well, the, so, the results showed. <laughs> you look great yeah, in that fight. You yeah, look so, so powerful. Great. Kid hits hard, man. Whew.
1: Yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, and then he and I think he even looked better in his last fight. I mean, because I'm working on him, but you know, in the past he, he's so busy trying to go out and, and and just 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 maul his his opponent that I mean the punches I mean they're not being placed, they're not being set up, and and and, and he's all on top of his piece, his, his opponent smothering his punches, and, and, and I'm like, man, this kid he's he he, he, he he's got everything, but he's, he's got to get smoother. He's got to get sharper. He's, his range, distance and balance, you know, he's got to get all this stuff together. So, and that's what I've been working with him on. And then, and then last fight, he really showed. I mean, he's, hit, he's hitting his opponent from the proper range and distance. He's setting up shots. I mean, he's turning his hips and shoulders into the shots, and he's got a guy in position, and he's in close range, and he's not you know, over committing to where he's smothering his punches, so everything just came all together in that last fight.
0: Yeah, that in that, terms I mean,
1: of what we in terms of what we've been working on.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, listen, that that guy's yeah, solid, solid veteran uh, European fighter, and I mean, he he didn't look like he was in the fight from <laughs> from the first round. He was just like getting hit, you know. I mean, he uh, he never really got into yep. the fight. I mean, that was just you know, Erickson didn't lose ten seconds of that fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah so you
1: know.
0: So what's I'll next? What's next? What's what's what do they have uh, on the table well, for Erickson?
1: Yeah, well, we we, we we got we got an announcement coming up soon. You know, uh, you know, uh, we're looking at a few guys, and, and I think. They've nailed down uh you know, uh they were talking about Dennis Hogan, mm. but I don't know if that's gonna happen, so we gotta see if that's the fight that Showtime wants to make, and that's what we're waiting on,
0: ah yeah, that would that would be an excellent <laughs> fight. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. It seems like the WBO that Kid Mungi, is gonna move up soon. I mean, I know I've I've heard. I mean, I don't I don't know if you know. I mean, the the apparently there's a little friction between the PBC and, and and the WBO. But that ideally, I mean, that that's the belt that uh, that's out there that seems because you got the the rematches coming. I think in the other uh, the other belts, right? You got uh, J Rock and Heard rematching, and Harrison and Charlo. So cool. those Let's are tied up for it. a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think this fight we're fighting in in uh, WBC final eliminator.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So we we'll definitely be getting one of the champions. You know, after this next fight.
0: Okay. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, listen. It's I mean, yeah. fifty four is loaded, man. There's so many great fights. So many great <laughs> fights. It's not easy to yeah. get a belt, man.
1: I mean it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but like you said it was loaded even if you're not fighting for a belt you can still be in a big fight that that the next that, that the networks will want to pay to see you know what i'm saying Absolutely. you know and the fans will want to see the networks will want to buy you know uh, because the division is so loaded i mean uh, from top to bottom i mean you 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 got a lot of top quality names there and and, and i mean basically 54 is it's right there with forty seven.
0: Right. Right.
1: But I think I think I think fifty four is more competitive. You know, you got you got the boogeyman at forty seven and then you got everybody else. Right. Well, I should say you got the boogeyman, you got the boogeyman and Terrence Crawford and then you got everybody else. Because <laughs> and, and, and the reason why I don't add, I don't add Pacquiao in there, I put Pacquiao in there with everybody else. Because I don't think Pacquiao wants to see the boogeyman or Terence Crawford. Mm mm
0: mm mm mm. Yeah, you know, exactly. He
1: ain't gonna get Terence Crawford because because of the top rank thing. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's you know he's across the street with top rank, so that probably ain't happening. And uh, I don't think he would. I don't think he had any interest in in, in fighting in fighting Terence Crawford anyway, or he'd have stayed with top rank. So right and. Uh, I yeah. definitely, I definitely know. I know that Pacquiao and Sean getting are smart enough to not to know better than to go anywhere near Earl, Spetz. Earl Spetz.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no doubt. I mean. I mean uh, I mean, it's so funny. They, I remember when uh, Spence beat Mikey and they brought Pacquiao in the ring. Pacquiao had a look on his face like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> this this place is never happening. The, did, you,
1: did you see the look on Pacquiao's face? <laughs> Pacquiao was looking like, what you guys even bring me in the ring for? Exactly. I ain't even thinking about this
0: fight. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I, I would, that would be an absolute shocker. Absolute shocker if they took that fight. I can't imagine. I mean, unless Pacquiao was just like I, no, I'm, no. just maxing out and and getting out of the sport, you know. But yeah, I mean, air, you know, nobody wants yeah. a piece of Earl except maybe I don't know. Crawford. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I mean he ain't going
1: to, I mean he's got other names that he could go and make pretty close to the same amount of money with, right? You know what I mean? Because he's the he's the draw, right. Even in the Earl Spence fight, he would be the draw.
0: Right. 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 You
1: know. I mean, I mean he could go speak could fight a guy like Mikey Garcia and trying to do probably do more pay per view numbers fighting Mikey than, than he would with Spence. What do you think?
0: Yeah, it's a close call. I mean, we'll see. I mean, if, if Earl, you know, it depends. I mean, if if he goes in there and looks spectacular against Porter, I think that's going to help Earl's, you know, cause. I mean, you know, listen, he's got so much talent, you know. Eventually, he's going to be a draw, you know. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Um, but uh but yeah, right now he still hasn't doesn't have that exposure.
1: Pacquiao with a popular Mexican, yeah, right, I, I, right. No, you're I, right. I, I think they do. I think they do more. I think they do more pay per view numbers than 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 Pacquiao and Earl Wood. You know, yeah, no, Earl's right. a hell of a fighter. But at the end of the day, you know, you're still talking about you know drawing power, and you're talking about uh, 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 you know it, it, it's deep when you even talk about it because the, it's it's more to it than just being a great fighter. Right, you know, there's more to it than 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 it, being a big draw. It takes, yeah, you, it's obviously you have to be a great fighter, but you, it, 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 it's 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 far and few guys that 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 can can be that draw, right?
0: That
1: that superstar draw. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think Earl's got the ability, but I, I don't think he's there yet.
0: Yeah, you know it, it's funny because I mean, you know, and, and you speak from experience because I mean, with with Corey Spinks, you know, you pretty much you know, made him a draw with your with your bare hands and sweat and blood, you know, like yeah, you you not only were a trainer and manager, you were a promoter, you know. I mean, you you put on like yeah. at least like what eight yeah. or nine shows early on in his career, keep him busy and and and, and get his name out there. Um, and yeah, that,
1: well, you know, I was doing you know, I was promoting six shows a year from nineteen
0: ninety eight to two thousand four. Wow. wow. Yeah. I promoted promoted six shows a year. From nineteen ninety eight to two uh basically two thousand five, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's what uh you know, yeah, I mean with shows. you know and it, that culminated, you know, the, the you know, Corey what put like over twenty thousand into uh into was it the yeah,
1: Simon like Center? Said, the, the show, the local, yeah, the local shows that I, I did in St. Louis at grassroots following. So when we came there with the titles, and you know, you know, with the big site, you
0: know, the town was ready. You right, know? right, right. Yeah. Yeah, with with Earl, I mean, what, I mean, listen, he did he did pretty well, right, with the with the Garcia fight, and I think the fight before that, he drew fairly well in uh, in Dallas. But yeah, they they haven't really built him as a local attraction, you know. Um, he's he's kind of catching on yeah. late. <laughs> I'm,
1: just, I'm just what I'm seeing what I'm seeing with Earl is Earl has the boxing ability, and as a fighter, from a fighter standpoint, he has the ability to be a superstar. Right, but it, it it's not just about what happens in the ring when you're talking about being a superstar. You gotta you gotta have a, a certain personality, right? You, you you know you gotta be able to people you know, people gotta gravitate to you, and I think if Earl keeps winning, he's gonna be there. he's, right. he's just he's just a few fights away, you know. And I don't know if if Pacquiao is going is, is 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 gonna give him that opportunity.
0: Right, you right, know. yeah. The passing of the torch. It'd be That's nice. Right. It'd be nice, but like you said, I mean, Sean Gibbons yeah. is one of the smartest guys in the sport, and Pacquiao has been around the block a few times too. So, um, unless the, unless he got like and that,
1: would that would, be, that, that would ignite that? Would that fight right there? I mean, if, if Earl was to get the Pacquiao fight and demolish Pacquiao in spectacular fashion, that would send him to the moon.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it takes it takes that passing of the torch, opp- right? Yeah,
1: yeah, but if he doesn't get that opportunity, you know, he's going to eventually get there. He's just going to have to keep, you know, knocking these guys, keep, keep whooping these guys the way he's doing, man, and he'll eventually get there.
0: Right. Yeah, people forget, like, you know, everyone, you know, knows, you know, they see how much Floyd Mayweather made towards the end of his career, but they forget that, I mean, he dominated junior lightweight, Lightweight, but you know, he didn't really become a star until you know he started whooping guys like uh, Arturo Gaddy and, and Oscar de la Hoya. It really wasn't yeah. until the de la Hoya yeah. fight that, yeah. that it, he became a, de la, a star, yeah. It was the de la
1: Hoya fight, it was the de la Hoya fight that it ignited him into superstars,
0: right? Right, yeah. yeah. And you figure that was like you know three divisions up from where he started, <laughs> it took him a long time, and yeah. he was. You know, obviously well, one of the best fighters on the planet for uh, many years before that. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it, it can take a while. It can take a while. Um, doesn't happen overnight. But, um, well, speaking of uh, fighters and, 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 and all that, I mean, uh, I, I was really surprised and, and, and you know, it was saddened what, what, what I saw what, what happened with Devin. Devin Alexander, man. That that kid was your baby, man. I mean, you had him from the time he was 7 and uh you know all the way through through two world titles and 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 all that and you know, I, I was surprised. So what 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 went on with Devin? Why why did he uh um decide to go with uh, Roy Jones for the last fight? Well, you know, uh it's it, like
1: you said Devin's like my son. Right. You know. And love him love him, love him just like he's my son. So uh but the situation with Devin in his last you know, in the last three three and a half years, you know, you know, I I noticed there was something going going on not right with Devin. And, you know, it it was you know, his situation was well documented. You know, uh he fell victim to being uh uh addicted to opioids. Right. You know, right. painkillers. And uh, you know, uh, you know, he, he almost O D'd and, and all of wow. that stuff was well documented and talked about and everything and, and 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 we went through the whole rehab process and I moved to Florida, brought him down to Florida, had him down here for like eight months, you know, uh getting him turned around and straightened out and you know, he dealt with the rehab thing, and finally brought him back. He had his fight, had a comeback fight. Uh, he looked good in that fight, uh, and um,
0: yeah, he looked great.
1: And we, uh, Al, got it. Yeah, and then now got us the Victor Ortiz fight. But I just noticed, you know, when he went home from that first comeback fight, and he came back to camp for the Victor Ortiz fight, I just. I mean, because Al wanted to bring him right back. And he did bring him right back. So that went home for like a month and a half. And when he came back to camp, it, it, it just, he was so, I mean, he was like, it came back like 36, 37 pounds overweight. Oh, wow. Over was fight weight. Within hmm. just a month and a half. I and mean, I just said, man, that's just, I mean, you gotta be kidding me! Something, so and it just, just, you know, like I said, I, I raised him. He's been with me since seven years old. And I just noticed in camp, uh, and I don't want to, you know, start thinking, uh, you know. But so we went on and did the camp. We, you know, had a camp, did our thing, went out and fought Victor. I thought he beat Victor, but they right. made, you know, they, you know, they called probably because he faded in the last four rounds. I thought he won seven. Dominate them, I mean, he was cleared, wasn't even close. He won seven of those rounds, wasn't even close. But, you know, the judges scored it a draw, so it was a draw. You know, they, they made it, but it was what it was. So, uh, you know, and, you know, we got the Burdo fight. So I'm like, now, this This is the fight Devin's been wanting for a while, and I wanted to fight because, you know, Berto's a friend and been knowing Berto for years, but Berto ain't Berto no more. You know, Berto. Birdo knows that, you know, he's at the end of his career. And, I mean, this is a guy that, you know, that if you got your shit together, you should dominate Birdo. And, and and you're right back in the mix to fight Thurman, Spence, Danny Garcia, you know, million, million dollar, you know, more than a million dollar fight. You know, just take care of Birdo. map we had, I mean, it just, it just, I just started noticing, it just having I mean, just, just, I'm saying to myself, something's not right, just, it's just, something's not right, the same way I'm, that's like, I'm back in the same boat again, when, when I eventually found out about the opioid addiction, mm. so, before, bro, he looked, to me, he just didn't look like himself, he looked like the shell of himself, I mean, he's just, you know, uh, he should have dominated, bro, but, you know, I don't want a close fight, but Devin, to me, just didn't look like himself at all. And I and I just made up in my mind. I sat in the dressing room, and, you know, his family, he had a beautiful young family, his kids crying, devastated and whatnot. And I said, you know what? You know, my gut and my sense, I have a, I have a, 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 a sense for knowing when something's not right. And I just, you know, personally, I feel like You know, I don't know if he's falling off the wagon and, you know, he's, you know, back doing what he, you know, the the opioids. I don't know what it is, but something's not right. And I care about him too much to put him in a boxing ring when I'm walking him to the ring knowing that my fight is not right. right. I just can't. You know some some you know you got a lot of trainers they don't give a shit enough to, 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 to hey just get him to the ring get get paid blah 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 I'm, with me I don't roll like that so if I don't feel right about the situation I remove myself so you know I just thought about it for a while and that's like you know like you know after a uh, couple of months after the fight I had a conversation with Devin I said look man you know. You just you just don't look like yourself anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I I don't want to see you get hurt. And I think it's time to start. You know, looking to 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 you know uh, Make you come up with a strategy to you know exit strategy. And uh, you know I got people in you know I got people in City Hall. You know, powerful people back in St. Louis that, that that pick up the phone and they'll make whatever happen happen. And he said, "Well, I hear you acting okay, you know." And we he talked, and we, you know, he kind of said, "Yeah, you know." And I said, "I'll make some calls, man, and you know." And uh, you know, I made a call and to to, to a you know really high profile politician, and uh, they had a position for him, and uh, it's kind of you know in, a, in the area of of, of uh, a field that kind of Devin likes you know, the, the political, he he kind of liked the, the city politics stuff. So they were, they were going to put him in a, in a nice, prestigious position. But uh, he never, you know, and he just wanted to come down and do the, do the, do the, do the application process where he never showed up. Hmm. So uh, I called him, you know, I called him a couple of times. Hey man, you, you know, they were still, they're still waiting on you to come down, you know, do that, you know, and he never responded back to me. So, you know, I'm training fighters. He's at home. He's back to St. Louis. I'm in Florida. I'm training fighters. So I hadn't heard anything, this, that, and the other. And uh I got a text from him, he just said, you know what, I, I, I just thought about it. I wanna continue on with my career. So I'm i I'm am a I'm gonna move on and, 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 and try to work with somebody else and, and 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 I appreciate everything you did for me and this, that and the other. And I just I, you know, I texted him back. I said, okay, good luck, and I uh, wish you the best with with, with all that, and, and, and be careful. And next thing I know, i seen a press release that whoever these people he's working with, they put out a press release that he's working with Roy Jones, and so that's how that
0: went. Oof. Wow. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the... the yeah. The, the the fight did not go very well for Devin. You know, I mean, uh, you know, he got uh, knocked out, and uh, I mean, I hope is. Do you have any idea if he's calling it quits now? Or I mean, I hope he's not going to stick around after that.
1: I don't. I, I have. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard from him, man. But uh, you know, it was hard for me to sit there and watch that. You know, and uh, I, I'm just. Uh, you know, that's just the situation that I wanted no parts of. You know right. what I'm saying? And I wanted and didn't want to see him have to go through that. You know, you know, one one thing's for sure. Nobody knows Devin Alexander the way I do.
0: Right.
1: And if Kevin Cunningham is saying, there's something not right here, you would have thought anybody that would have gotten involved with Devin would have at least preached out to me and wanted to know why. Yeah. something got to be Something, something's got to be wrong here. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Ugh. That's you
1: know, bad. Nobody, I, I, I didn't hear anything. Anybody, nobody, you know, it, you know, it, you know it's just, and that's just that's, that's the nature of the business because at the end of the day, you know, it's hard to find people in this business that really care about you, the fire. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, you know, so, I mean, I wish him the best, man. You know, I, 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 you know, I really, really, you know, hope that, that, you know, that, you know, whatever decision he makes, it's the right one. And, uh, you know, because, I mean, this this sport here is, it's a dangerous game. You start looking like a shell of yourself. It, it, it's it's really time to hang them up. Absolutely. And if the fighter doesn't have the the the, the, the zest in himself to let to to, to, to to let go, there's gotta be somebody around to be man enough to stand up and say, Hey man I I really I really don't think it should be
0: Oh, you're fading out. You're fading out. Hello? Yeah, okay, now, now I got you. Now I got you. Hello? Yeah, I hear
1: you. I hear you. Know, you. I'm hearing cry sirens or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> I would I would hope that there's somebody around that camp that, that has the balls to stand up to Devin and say, Hey, man, you know, I don't want to see if you hurt, bro. Right. And uh, if you're not going to look like yourself and you're not going to be in this thing to compete, to be champion again and, and and compete with the best, what are we doing?
0: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, 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 I mean, you know, you and I have probably both been through this a couple times with fighters. Yeah, it, it's really hard. It's hard. I mean, he, you know, as you know, I mean, I've I've definitely had fighters. You know, uh, you know, Tehran was one who you know very well. Um, I wanted him to stop a couple fights before he did um you know he had his reasons for for going on um but you know eventually you know he realized you know he had to give it up it's hard for these guys you know it's all they've known for for so long you know Uh, it's 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 really hard uh to get these guys to give it up you know even even after they start losing and and go out a couple times they're just you know they, they it's i don't know it's like all they know but uh, it's 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 tough. But you know, I've definitely been in that position, man. It's it's really hard because you know you don't want to abandon these guys, but at the same time, you don't want them to fight anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, and you tell them that, yeah. and, that and that's well, all you can do. I mean, you know,
1: I mean, it, it, but 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing with a with a trainer, and especially with a trainer that's been with a particular fighter for for basically all of his career. You know you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Right. Because if, if, if you continue on with them, put them in there and you know that their best days are long gone and, and you're watching them get beat by guys that they should beat with one hand tied behind their back. Right. You know, if you, if you, if you continue with that, you are gonna get the blame for continuously. Oh, he continue to put him in there. You know, it, he wants to to put to yeah, him in there for for himself. And if you tell us if you if you stand up to the fighter and say, "Man, I'm not putting you back in the boxing ring. I don't want to see you get hurt." Then oh, he's like turning his back on him,
0: um, right? On exactly. So
1: you you don't, you're doing the same if you don't. Yeah. And you can't win.
0: Yeah, it's that's so so true absolutely absolutely yeah yeah i mean you know i've heard people go both ways with it you know where they either say you know listen i i told him i i want him to stop and i'm not gonna work with him and then i've had guys you know well you know if if he's gonna fight i'm gonna work with him but you're right you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't i mean all you can do is is, is tell them the truth you know and, and they're gonna do what they're gonna do but you, you 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 know someone's gotta tell them the truth but
1: but but you know But, you know, I can sleep well at night.
0: Right. You know what
1: I'm saying? Because I can't sleep well at night knowing I'm going into a situation that I don't feel is right. Right. I just can't. I can't function like that. So, you know, uh, know, Devin's got a beautiful young family. He's got young kids. You know, I just, you know, after the Birdo fight, looking looking at those kids crying and and, and it's just wife, you know, uh, you know, she's, you know, everybody's just totally, you know, uh, just going through this, just distraught. Right. And I just, I'm like, no, nah, we we we, we, we,
0: you know,
1: I can, you know, I don't want to see him go through this and I don't want to go through this. Right.
0: You know,
1: I don't right. want to put him through it. I don't want to put his family through it. So, you know, uh at some point he's going to have to make that decision also because it ain't just about you anymore
0: right you right.
1: know you got young kids that's watching you watching their dad and and, and not such a good light like that you, you know that's something that's something. you don't know what that's doing to such young kids right
0: so you
1: gotta you gotta you know, you you gotta make a decision. You gotta think about more than it's 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 about more than just you, right? You know, when you when you have a family, you know. So, you know, I just hope he he makes the best decision. I wish him nothing but the
0: best. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, Cab, I don't, I don't want to keep you anymore. I know uh, there's there's storms coming in down in Florida, and you know, you and, you and Sheila got to do what you got to do to to keep things uh in your household all right so really appreciate your time man always great chopping it up with you and uh and best of luck with uh, with erickson man and that will do it for another edition of the boxing esquire podcast presented by the ring and RingTV.com and distributed by the leave it in the ring network i'd like to thank kevin cunningham for taking the time out to uh speak with me out of his busy schedule if you like the podcast, please leave a comment or a rating on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Audioboom, SoundCloud, or wherever you access the Boxing Esquire podcast. And I really appreciate it as it helps new listeners find the podcast. And also, do not forget to check out my companion piece to this podcast on ringtv.com that features quotes and background on my interview with Kevin. And until next time, so long, everybody.